As you walk through the valley of the shadow of hell, you will see through the fog a bend in reality, a veil that is beyond your own comprehension. It's the other side, beyond the void. That's right, it's episode 313, unlucky for some, but this week, it could be unlucky for you too, I don't know, it depends on the movies, if you like them or not. (laughs) Yes, very unlucky indeed. These aren't exactly horror, but they're more like, you know, horror adjacent comedies, and we're going to be doing Teen Wolf from 1985 and... Teen Wolf 2, T-O-O from 1987. Yep. And uh, boy, whoo, <laughs> wow, one of these is... Uh... It was an exciting week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was fun to go down this road and see this again. I, I honestly don't remember a goddamn thing about the sequel. Right. Like, I really don't. I think the only thing I remember in the whole thing was the Oingo Boingo track. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to be? It's like a ska song, practically, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, guys, we're going to be uh, werewolfing it up. <laughs> it's a full mood, but it's not really. That's fun. right. These two movies, I think the first one was a childhood uh, thing for me, big time. Did you ever see when you were a kid? Yeah, but... You know, Back to the Future totally trumps this. Right, but they came out the same year. They came out within the like same two month. months of each other. Yeah, which is like what blew him up. Yeah. I mean, he was already popular, obviously, in like family ties and stuff like that. We're talking about Michael J. Fox for those slow ones in the back of the class. Um, <laughs> or, young, or young ones. The youngsters. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say that because like I don't want to be a boomer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or they're always bitching about fucking younger people. <laughs> Goddamn kids, kids, get off my lawn! Um, but yeah. So, how's your week been? What's going on with you? Just working a lot. What have you been doing? Um, I've been doing a lot of stuff. I've been trying to do a lot of movies and stuff. I've been, you know, I'm I'm forgetting about the passing out thing now. So I don't really like. I just push myself through it. So like, whatever I'm doing. I like just it's I'm just getting used to it now. Maybe you're over it and you did start keto, so. Yeah, I'm hoping it changes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we did start keto, which means a lot of meat and uh which is funny because I stopped eating meat for a year because my liver was so bad and fatty that I had to cut out meat and I was like, "Well, I guess I'm going fucking vegetarian." And I did for a year and I literally uh, entire year, like specifically the to the dot. day. Yeah. I ate a burger 
the the day of because I was like, "Fuck it, I'm done." Yeah, and I ate the I ate a Wendy's burger because I used to love those before I went on that thing, mm-hmm. and it just so happened that it was like one of the worst Wendy's burgers I'd had. Yeah, well, I mean, it happens, and it made it so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm doing the keto thing. I quit smoking. I mean, Jesus, almost getting, a year done just, with the smoking. Isn't this awesome? Like getting old, you know, watching people, all your friends die. And uh, having to go to the doctor like yeah, all the, to to the fucking time. If you get a if you get a pimple too long, it's like you got to go to the doctor. It could be <laughs> cancer, you know. Like who knows? <laughs> I know my boob hurts, so I'm all worried. <laughs> well, even because like the been, pain's not going away. I'm like, what is going on? I'm glad we're talking about your boobs, though. Thanks, appreciate that. That's uh, we're we're gonna add that in there. There you go. It's just saying. You should get them flattened out and see if there's anything in They're there. They're already flattened out. Thanks. Oh, my God. They are not. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is there anything else going on in our dying lives? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I, you know, I keep talking about all the movies that I've got. I'm just like, I, I stare at them. And I pet them, and I look through them every day for some reason. Um, I think I think I know. You spread them all over the house. Yeah, um, we got Nick coming in next week. By the way, guys. Yep, I'm off. Uh, Christine is going to be going to spend some time with her family, and then Nick from the Unknown Podcast that I did with him years ago, and uh, just came out and visited. Is going to be on. We're going to be doing Terrifier Two, and uh, just so you guys know, me and Nick talk a lot. A lot. I mean, like, I nonstop. literally got on the phone with him. We just hung out this past Christmas. and uh, No, you don't understand. So I left. Well, yeah. I don't even remember. Oh, I it went, was two to, o'clock, my, I went to my friend's house. I left to go I see my friend. called at 2.30. And then Nick called him. And then by the time I got back, and I was late coming back, he was still on the phone with Nick. Until and 10 o'clock at I, night. And I went to bed. And then, yeah, you were still on the fucking phone with Dude, him. Dude, we can you guys talk forever. Talk, like so much. It's gonna be a three-hour podcast. You guys for have one no movie. idea. Like we are talkative. Nick's gonna disagree with me on things, and it's gonna be funny. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk politics, so that's a good thing at least. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bridge too far, I think. You know, for this uh, little little thing here. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna do Terrifier two and kind of talk about all the things that we like or dislike about it. Tearing it apart or tearing or building it back up one of us i will say absolutely loved it i think it's the best thing is in sliced bread if you're smart and you paid attention to my top 2022 list you might be able to figure out who that is uh <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna say you should be listening to that episode because it really helps us out by the way share this episode too you motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> watch the youtube videos yeah so um but anyway, yeah, so we got some things planned. Uh, we got that. What do you want to do the following week? Would you like to watch? Like, is there something in the, the mood crow. for? The Crow. Oh, God, that's not horror. Yeah, we is. can't do that back to back. Okay. This Teen Wolf 2 is just too much. Okay. It is T-O-O too much. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about Straight Jacket from 1962 with Joe uh, Crawford? That's a, that's, we got to stay on the path a little bit, Christina. Sometimes they come back. I'm, I'm particularly trying to reference movies that I just picked up. Oh, well, then we'll just watch whatever you want then. I was thinking of watching Action Mutante, which is the Alice de la Iglesia film, which you like The Last Circus, so I don't want to hear you talk shit. I know, but like the other two movies he did, I couldn't get into. Witching and bitching and... Yeah. 
Whatever. So we're gonna find out. Okay. That's the pun. That's the fun of it. Okay. Woo. And then mutants is another one I have that came out in two thousand nine. Okay. Uh, it's a really underspoken film. So we might do those next week or okay. the following week after Nick. So. Okay. Um. We're, oh yeah, you you and Nick are doing Terrifier too. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but I think it might be that time. What time is it? Horse shots. All right, so Christina is adamantly against this shot. (laughs) And I thought, you know, after watching part two and thinking about how teenagers, how this is kind of like a, a, you know, the first one was kind of, you know, sexually irreverent comedy, you know, kind of along the lines of meatballs. Mm -hmm. You know, they fuck a werewolf in it. I mean, like, you know. What? Yeah. The girl, the one girl has sex with a werewolf, remember? Oh, okay, okay. Um, There's just a lot of sexuality in it. And I just kept thinking to myself, you know, like... It's an 80s movie. What is this? I asked Christina, I was like, do you think his dick's hairy too? (laughs) And and of course, she did not like that. And that led into our current drink, uh, which we're going to be having called a Red Rocket. Fucking disgusting. Because I visually thought about the uh, disgusting <laughs> how how that worked for Michael J. Fox as well as Jason Bateman. So visualize that for yourself a little bit. Like, is there too much hair and it's just like pluming? I don't know. You should draw a picture. I'm not going to draw a picture. That's a bit too much. <laughs> well, you're the one who's trying to explain it. <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking about it because if you look at like Michael J. Fox's arms, because I kept looking at his arms in the movie and like you could see the hair like bald spots, like they just glued it on the outside. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to explain it. So, yeah. What is in a red rocket? Well, <laughs> Christina, you want to help me on this one? A half an ounce of peach snops, right? right. A half an ounce of ninety nine liqueur black cherry ninety nine. Oh, it's not. It it's ninety nine. Oh, you're right. Ninety nine black cherry liqueur. Yeah, yeah, and then a couple drops of grenadine. Right to give it just a little more cherry. Yeah, I thought I thought it needed a little more peach, something a little sweeter than cherry because I really don't like. That's Ch- why. Cherry. And then I, I put a Cool Whip on top. Right. I don't know why she did that. That doesn't make any sense. Why would there be creamy white stuff on the top of well, a Red Rocket? Well, it's because I bought... Fuck you. So I bought... For someone who's so adamantly against it, she's getting rather creative with the shot. I, I bought... I bought... We I meant to get whipped cream, but the grocery store was out of whipped cream, so I bought Cool Whip because in the first movie... Yeah. Right? Because in the first movie... uh. There was a scene where those fucking kids were like rolling around on the ground. <laughs> and the red rocket came out? Done. done. <laughs> you're the one putting whipped cream on the motherfucker. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're so right. Now I remember now because they have that party scene. And I was like, oh, there's an ingredient for one of our shots. Yeah, so I bought it just in case. Yeah, because Styles like, covers two people on the ground and they're tied up and they're trying to like get each other untied with whipped cream. I don't know what the fuck is was, going on in that it scene. Was, it wasn't whipped cream. It was actually shaving cream. Oh, was it? It was. It uh, was. What the fuck? I know. And I was like, I had already made the shots and everything after I read that. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Okay, well, here's to Red Rockets and uh, Jason Bateman's everywhere.
Yeah, that's not too bad. Mm-mm. It's kind of weird to drink with the the see. I mean the the cream on top. Yeah, get that cream, Christina. Shut up. <laughs> Lick it all up. <laughs> you dirty little. <laughs> That's gross. Take that out. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Calm down. It's just whipped cream, okay? <laughs> anyway, so if you would like to try Red Rocket from the movie Teen Wolf, from 1985. All you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shots section now. That's it for horror shots. All right, guys. So are you ready to get back into irreverent comedies about animals and people and love stories and sort of, yeah, I don't know, not horror adjacent? <laughs> not really, but okay. Yeah, you know. So let's get into our flesh and potatoes of... Two movies from the 80s called Teen Wolf from 1985 and Teen Wolf 2 from 1987. We're going to go ahead and do that right now. Uh, you're gonna love it. <laughs> yeah, Christina hated that shit. <laughs> Jeez, I was like the cringe lord. Come on, you man. Totally. Like, who gives a shit, dude? Oh I don't God. give a shit. I lost being cool like a while ago when I lost my mohawk. I cut my I cut my coolness off. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, Christina did the work on this one, so. All right, so an ordinary high school student discovers that his family has an unusual pedigree. When he finds himself turning into a werewolf, oh. the tagline is, he always wanted to be special, but never expected this explanation point. Yeah, he's special. That's something, something else, huh? I guess. He's it hairy. It was the summer of Jay Fox. Anyway, this was directed by Rod Daniel. He pretty much uh, was responsible for WKRP in, in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. He also directed K9 from 1989 with Jim Belushi. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's done lots of TV. Was that before or after Turner and Hooch? It was after. Hmm. Uh, he's also done lots of TV, lots of like one episode direction and some like TV movies. You know, it's funny that the, the, one of the producers from Teen Wolf 2 did Air Bud, so. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it's like, it's their specialty. It's kind of like, that's what led to those, Working though, right? with animals. Well, I guess Benji and uh, what was the other one? There was Benji, but before that, there was that one with the German Shepherd. Lassie. No, Lassie. No. Yeah, it was Lassie. Lassie was a collie. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I got it confused. I said, no, it's Lassie. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay, this is written by Jeff Loeb and Matthew Weissman. Jeff's got the cool way of spelling his name. Not G-E-A-O-F-F, by the way. J-E-P-H. Uh, but uh, Matthew uh, Weinsman is known for Commando uh, uh, and, you know, Team Wolf. That's it. But Jeff Loeb is a Peabody award-winning and two-time Emmy-nominated writer and producer. He has done Jessica Jones, all the shows, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Legion, like every 
Marvel TV show and he's done. Uh, he's he. He's done Lost, uh, Smallville. Damn, those are pretty pretty good ac- you know, right. accolades. But this was his very first movie. Huh. And this isn't the only thing he's done. He, he has actually written graphic novels. He wrote Batman The Long Halloween and Superman For All Seasons. And they have both been cited as influences on Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy and on the Smallville TV show and in the Gotham TV show. Well, it seems like they were a good team because they this is a character movie, you know? And yeah. It's based on a lot of like really weird out there characters, right? Yeah, totally. Like weird sciences or, you know, yeah. like all those 80s movies that we used to see that had like really rich characters. So mm-hmm. what was the other director that did like um, The Breakfast Club and shit, you know? Who was really good at those kind of characters. Oh, yeah, he, like, disappeared. Everybody, like, stole from his style because he was so good at it. Right. John Hughes. Yeah, John Hughes. Yeah, he's, like, a farmer now. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, he's just sick of it. I mean, that's what happens sometimes, you know? Fame is really not as as wonderful as people think it is. Well, I wouldn't know. Anyway, okay, starring, you know, Michael J. Fox. He plays He plays Scott, you know, for Family Ties, and he was in Back to the Future. He was also in The Frighteners. From 1996, which is like the only kind of horror and Rick and Morty movie I I'm saw. Just no. <laughs> that's what that's based off, you know. Anyway, and then we have James Hampton who plays Howard the dad. He was in Sling Blade. Mm-hmm. He was in Pop Up the Volume from which 1990. We watched that not too long ago. Yeah, we did. Uh, he was also in The Longest Yard from 1974. The original, uh, yeah. He was also before he passed away. I think in 2016. He was in two Lady Gaga videos. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was in Telephone with Beyonce. And he was America's dad. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. He is very sweetly, you know. Like, yeah, and his voice is is really good, too. I think that's why they wanted him in this movie. Yeah. is because they wanted him to be just not the typical werewolf. Right. So Anyway, we have Susan uh, Ursetti. Ursetti? Ursetti, who plays Boof. Uh, she, she was in Zapped from 1982, and she's done some TV, but not much. By the way, you know what a boof tube is? No. I'm pretty sure that's like a, what you blow pot through. It's like a, you take a, we used to do it when we didn't want to, our parents to smell pot. We would just like put like uh dry, cl- or the uh, the uh, sheets that you put in the laundry. And fabric the, softener sheets? Fabric softener sheets in the end and blow our pot through that. I think that's Why? what a boof tube is. It's either that or a fuck toy. So I, I don't know which one's which, but yeah. Right, I'm trying to figure out why they called her boof. That's why. Here, let's look at it. I up. know why. No, I know why, and it's in the trivia. Oh, okay. So Sorry. calm down. Do you want, Jesus. Me, to tell, do you want me to tell you? Yeah, right might now? as well. How funny because I didn't put it because I was like, he's not going to let me say the trivia within the. <laughs> no, of course I want to know. Okay, so uh, Boof was actually based on one of the writer's high school girlfriends, and that was her real name. In high school. So there is some lady, some older lady out there running around and her name is Boof. We need to ask her yeah. why the name Boof. I don't know. It's probably a nickname. Anyway, we have Jerry Levine who plays Styles. You know, he was uh, he was in Born on the 4th of July. I almost said he was born on the 4th of July. Like, <laughs> that's his birthday. Sorry. We celebrate it every year. Uh, he was also in K-9. I remember him in K-9. Uh-huh. Uh, he was also in Wag the Dog. Uh, he's mostly a director now. Like, that's all he does, and he does, like, a lot of just TV, like, really popular TV stuff. That's interesting. Uh, we have Matt Adler, who plays Lewis. He's done lots of voice work, including Akira, 1988. He's mm. done voice work on The Crow, 1994, Street Fighter, Final Fantasy, a bunch of that stuff. Okay. 
Uh, we have Mark Holton, who plays Chubby. Uh, he was in Leprechaun, 1993. Right. I remember him from A League of Your o- Their Own. Yeah. And I always you do. remember him Pee-wee. from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yep. He was also in Rumpel Skillskin. And Leprechaun. Yeah, I said that. Did you say Leprechaun? Yeah, it's the first one I said. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, he was the dumb kid. Yeah. Uh, slow kid, I should say, probably. I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. he was good in that. He shot the, like, wasn't it the, the end scene? He's like, something, have lucky charm, motherfucker, or something like that. And they shot it in his mouth. The slingshot oh, with the lucky charm. <laughs> and he exploded. Something. Anyway. Okay, so uh, this movie opened, you know, Team Wolf opened on August 25th, 1985. Back to the Future came out July 3rd. Yeah. 1985. Crazy. And I think even one of the taglines for this movie when it came out was like, see Michael J. Fox in this hor- or in this this new comedy, blah, 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 that isn't Back to the Future or something like that. It did like 80 million worldwide. Did it? Well, the budget on it was 1.2 million. Opening weekend, it did 6 million. Yeah, it blew And then gross, it. it did 35, 33 million. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely made more than that. That this The... Um, this movie did really well. And I think it was just because it was the summer of Michael J. Fox. You know what I mean? It was, it was because, no, it was because of Back to the Future. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. It was because of Back no, to the Future. No, it's not. It's not. That's why, because Jesus Back Christ. to the Future is superior. Okay. Anyway, what do you think? Still of- Michael J. Fox, and I still think it's the summer of Michael J. Fox. Anyway, what so do you- suck it. What do you think of this movie, Alex? Uh, am I allowed to speak now? I give you permission now, yes. Okay, thank you. So kind. Are you going to talk? Are you scared? <laughs> I'm pulling up my notes, dildo. Why were you ready, ass? Stop. So this is a movie that I definitely really enjoyed as a kid. I watched this movie nonstop. My dad had a copy of it, and if he didn't have a copy of it, I was always renting it. Because I was a Michael J. Fox fan. I mean, there wasn't many kids back in that day that didn't think Michael J. Fox was fucking cool. I used to rem- I remember watching um, Back to the Future, and I remember when he wakes up in the morning... Mm-hmm. And he's like, like all twisted in a pretzel, like in the beginning of the movie, and like his alarm goes off, and I was just like, oh, he's so cool, yeah. He <laughs> just he was a cool kid because he was nerdy, uh huh, and somehow popular, and that's very appealing to a lot of like kids growing up who feel very awkward in life. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I saw Teen Wolf too, and it was. Uh, I don't know, it's just one of those feel-good kind of movies, I think, when I was a kid that I really enjoyed. Although I've talked to other people who've watched it later and they said they hated it. Uh, I guess I still have the nostalgia blinders on for this because I actually kind of still like it. I think it's a fun movie. I think it's it's hard to direct characters that are like this in such a ridiculous way, but still pull it off in a very John Hughes way, like... You know, and still be kind of funny. Like, this movie is funny. It's not stupid. It is, well, it is stupid. It's a stupid idea. But they somehow fucking made it work. Well, okay. You didn't like it. But anyway, I don't know. I just thought of it as like, it was like a really cool story about, you know, trying to be someone that you're not. And then finally getting all those powers. You know, it's like when you're a kid, you kind of... Like, I was a very awkward kind of kid, you know. I was very outgoing when I was young. But then when it came to school and stuff and, like, getting whittled down by, like, the hierarchy and stuff of, like, the cool, you know, it didn't really, that 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 sort of feeling out of place vibe didn't really wear off until I was, like, out of my, like, ninth grade. 
10th grade, I started to come out of my shell a little bit. And I think it was mostly because of pot. Because <laughs> I just became kind of a, a, a pothead, you know? And uh, I don't know. We just went a lot of places, did a lot of fun things, and went to a lot of shows and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of an awkward age growing up, you know? And I think it's kind of, it kind of, when you were, at least when I was my age, it kind of resonated with me really well. So I think it is a funny movie. I think for the ridiculous concept that it is, I mean, the, the overall sort of werewolf outfit that he's wearing, the like hair and stuff, it's kind of ridiculous. It, it, it looks so not scary at all. <laughs> what? It looks like Planet of the Ape makeup. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not, it's like very wholesome and kind of like natural. Maybe that's what they were going for. Maybe they, maybe they looked at like uh, Planet of the Apes and were like, hey, let's do it kind of like that. You know, it's certainly, you know, he didn't have a beak and shit, you know, he didn't turn into a fucking like bloodthirsty fucking like where all the people, (laughs) wouldn't that be funny? He like rips apart like everybody on the fucking basketball floor. That would have been great. But yeah, the the funny thing is, is that movies like this were very popular around that time, regardless of the werewolf element. It was like you go to school, you know, you finally become cool and then something goes wrong when you go too far being cool and your friends hate you and then you you find your roots again and then you like, you know, all they did really is just add an element of a werewolf in this movie. Mm -hmm. And even I was like, you know, is this a coming out? movie like secretly or something like that alex there wasn't even any black people in this movie no diversity (laughs) there's no diversity like how could this just be this (laughs) secretive in the closet when like they can't even address like there's not even an asian (laughs) there's not even an asian person in this movie like hey wait wait, wait, hold on now there was the 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 break dancer black guy and the basketball black guy (laughs) oh god Wow. Stereotypes of oh the fucking God. of the eighties, man. You're right though. You're absolutely one hundred percent right. But I still think you could kinda do it because maybe what the story is is him turning into a werewolf is really about him being someone he's not. Which so, could be anything. So so he's pretending to not be gay, right? By being the werewolf, which everybody thinks is cool because he's not gay. But then everybody realizes that there's like something fake about him. So then he goes back in the closet and then becomes himself and then like comes out and everybody's like, hey, he actually is pretty cool. I don't think we need to look for deepy, deeper meanings <laughs> in comedy. Come on. I mean, there's got anyway, obviously it's not. <laughs> oh, in, it, we weren't thinking that far ahead back then. But <laughs> I just, you know, it just, you know, it's hard to think, not think about that kind of stuff because it, like I said, it is very formulaic of the eighties. This is very typical stuff. You know, someone's not cool. They become cool. There's like a dream situation. They get really popular and then like things fall apart and then they have to fix it again, but they didn't wear the werewolf. And I, I applaud them because they treated it like a real movie. The music and everything that went into this movie also felt very part of the movie. It was like, like very present and felt just not like it wasn't like obligatory mm-hmm. feels like everything is like handcrafted like like they like movies used to do you know what i mean like they would have like these really epic soundtracks that you would go out and you buy the soundtracks because you loved it you know 
Like, I, I just, I don't know. I just don't think they really, I mean, maybe people still buy soundtracks, but I don't think it's as much anymore. Like, the 80s really knew how to, like... No, you hear a song. No, no, no. Because you hear a song. Now it's you hear a song on TikTok, and then oh, you go to yeah. and then you go to Spotify, and you just add it to your playlist. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's like, no... Like, you need to buy a soundtrack. That's right, hilarious. well, we didn't really have, like, that. a lot of times we would hear uh, a lot of the new music in movies. Right, and now you hear Before they came out, like, because they would, like, literally pay these guys to either write a theme song for it or, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. I think this is one of the movies that was in a long, long slew of these, like, like, because we had Encino Man later. We had that uh, other one with Howie Mandel where he was, like, a dog or some shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, you know, it started this whole trend. It's like a teenage comedy. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you just, just add a different element in and boom, you got Teen Wolf, too, you know, or mm-hmm. Teen Wolf. So, I don't know. I still think, you know, I might have Nostalgia Blinders on, but I think it's like a 7.5 or an 8. Nostalgia Blinders. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I, if I enjoy it still, and I still think it's fun, and I and I like seeing all these old people from my past, like, that I used to watch on TV, mm-hmm. fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> Good. Fuck you. I don't I care either. I still enjoy it. I'm not going to hate on it just because because younger people don't like it. Oh, good. Uh, let me hate on it. All right, Boomer. <laughs> All right, Gen Z. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have nothing against anybody, by the way. I hate that shit. Trust me. Well, I think this movie is really weird. Uh, what I noticed in the beginning of the, the movie, I don't know if you know, there's like no background music. There's like no, it's like quiet. Like the first like 20, 30 minutes is like quiet until he, he starts his transitions and stuff. And then like, like all the music and shit starts. It was really weird to me. I didn't like it. Really? Yeah. And like him trying to hit on the girl that like doesn't want to have anything to do with him is cringy. That's like typical 80s comedy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't look at it as like he was like... Like, he, he's the actor who was, like, doing that or anything. And Michael, I don't know, Michael J. Fox in this movie, I, I don't like it. I don't like him in this. He's annoying. I don't think he's cool in this at all. He's not supposed to be. He's a dork. Well, I don't like him because he's a dork. I don't like him because it's, like, I just don't like him. There's just, just something. I don't like him. I don't okay. know. But, uh, I fi- you know what I think it is? He, uh, he wasn't into the role. Even when watching it, you could tell he was just like doing what he needed to do to get it done. I don't That's feel what that I thought way. in my head. I think he was supposed to play a character that is kind of like not afraid to speak out. Oh, and whatever. and that's the majority of the movie is him not being a werewolf. There's like, you know. Anyway, I like Styles though. I like the his character. I like the stuff he was doing. I liked it when he was like surfing on the car and shit. It was so stupid. I liked it. And uh well, and then, like, the actual... So, Thriller came out in, in 1983, right? And that was, like, a really big deal. The Michael Jackson music video. Right. It was a really big deal because he transformed into a werewolf and it was, like, this revolutionary special effects shit. And they didn't, like, even use that in this. Well, isn't it Dick Miller? Like, I think so. Yeah. But the, it, it was just really cheesy to me. And even though we, I said the thing about Planet of the Apes, but if you really... What I do like about it, though, if you really look at him as the wolf, he does look like the wolf man, like the universal monster wolf man. Right. Like like his face. He really does. So that's kind of cool that they kind of kept that original. But I think they really could have done the transition. <laughs> his dad looked like an to, Ewok. Yeah, he totally did. <laughs> a little friendly Ewok. He could have looked a lot better, but... Yeah. Yeah, I think it could have been better. It could have been better. I didn't like the storyline either, but that was just typical 80s comedy right. storyline. I mean, the fact that everybody just, just accepts it 
is the funny part to me. But it's like it wouldn't be as good of a movie if they didn't, you know? Like Right. Right, but also all the parents in this movie, you totally these are boomer parents. Like <laughs> if you want to see boomers in their prime with teenagers, like you could watch you could see it in this movie. <laughs> it's so funny. Um but but you were saying uh like this movie reminds me a lot of like the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Right, well, movie. It's, it's the 80s formula. That's yeah. All it is. Well, that was like more 90s. One of the guys. 90s, do you ever but... see that movie? The one about the girl, like, who goes, she, like, is, I think she's trying to, like, get into drama or something like that. And they wouldn't accept her, or they wouldn't accept her into some sort of position for a college graduate or something. So she dresses up like a dude and goes in undercover uh... and then becomes popular. It's like, it's always something. You know what I mean? It's always yeah. like that one. Right. Or even the formula was used in another Jason Bateman movie. I think it was where he was 17 again. Wasn't that Jason Bateman or was that the guy from Friends? I don't know. Oh, it's the guy from Friends. Uh, the big nose Matthew guy? Perry? Yeah. Matthew Perry's character is the one. Oh. He's in 17 again where they kind of do the same thing where they sw- it's like a Freaky Friday where they switch bodies. Oh. And he's young again and he becomes cool. Or, you know, It's like this weird. I don't know. That's a, I'm just saying. It's an 80s thing. Yeah, so I have no nostalgia of this movie. I do remember seeing it as a kid. You didn't enjoy it at all? Nah, not really. Nah, four out of ten. Holy shit, if this is a four. Figure that. Do that math. Wow. That's harsh, dude. I think it's better than average, at least. Well, good for you. It could be like a six, but like a fucking four? I didn't enjoy it. Wow, dude. You're Sorry. lame. Well, you're lame. I mean, they say some 80s stuff that I don't agree with in it, but I'm not going to mark it. Sl- uh, I don't ever want to see it again. Yeah, Really? Back to the Future is superior. Oh, it's, it's a Highlander attitude. Okay, got it. So you only enjoy one movie. You don't watch many? Exactly. Okay, a pure great, garbage. Great. That's pure, pure garbage. Yeah, it is a pure garbage concept. <laughs> I like that. You really called yourself out on that <laughs> It's It's why you have me here with I you. hate people who think like that. Like, I know that's, like they want. that's why I said it. Well, then you don't like movies very much, do you? <laughs> yes, I do. You just got to pick better movies to watch. Oh, my God. Calm down. I'm why joking. are you leaning into I'm this so joking. much? You're such a jerk. Because you keep pushing. Okay, so well, I keep talking. Wait till we watch Hocus Pocus and I kick the shit out of every I one of those dumb never, fucking... I've never seen Hocus Pocus. Okay, well, whatever movie that you like, I'm just going to fucking shit all over no, it. No, you don't. You love all the movies I like because I have excellent nope, taste. Nope, nope, nope. There's something twisted. She got mad at me for last episode and she's <laughs> no, punishing me now. That's what no, it is. No, I didn't. I'm serious. I wrote all this shit down. She's conspiring. Look, anyway, I pure garbage. No, next sorry. week when we get our next new host on, Nick. Oh, uh, I hope so. <laughs> It'll be way more interesting. I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> I could sleep. I could sleep finally. Oh, uh, see, that's I'm me. I'm kidding. I was kidding. See, you're there are put, a lot. Of, okay, just pushing. so you know, just so you know, there are a lot of people that like this movie. So, well, the, the, I didn't. I say appreciate that, you shitting on it. I didn't say they're pure garbage. I didn't say you were pure garbage. I said the movie's pure garbage. And so is your attitude. Okay. Okay. All right. I still like the movie. Christina's wrong, as always. You know, she's never seen a movie in her life. She only likes one movie, apparently Back to the Future. So figure it out, folks. <laughs> Where can they watch this movie, Christina? Well, it is on HBO Max. Okay. And it's been streaming there. Is like, part two on there, too? Uh, I, I think so. They, like, hit it. And I think they've actually been streaming it because the Teen Wolf 
movie right. came out. This is the inspiration for this episode, by the way, guys. I bought the movie recently just on a whim. Had no idea about the Teen Wolf thing. Maybe subconsciously I saw something and it reminded me of right. it. Um, but the movie is it the the newer movies on Paramount Plus, but right. it has to do with the TV show. Yeah. It takes place so, after the TV show that the the main character Tyler, whatever his name is, grew up, right. and that he's like leading a pack of werewolves because there's another menace on society. And that TV show has been going for a while. I think they're like four or five seasons in, so I didn't really want. to... Oh no, he's grown up and shit, dude. He's like he's got yeah, full I know tats that, that that's what I'm saying. So I you know since I didn't really want to get into that newer movie because right. I've never watched the whole show. The TV show is more serious. It's not a comedy like this is. It's, it's kind of like how Buffy the Vampire Slaver, Slayer came out. Slaver? <laughs> the Vampire out. Slaver. Like, it's a goofy movie and then it was like the serious TV show. Okay. All right. But Teen Wolf did have an animated series. Yes, they for made multiple, like a I think. Oh, okay. I yeah. don't remember, but yeah. They even I introduced Todd into the mix. Yeah. Which is from the sequel. Right. I was just uh, looking that up. Oh, okay. But yeah. So we do have some trivia on this. Obviously, Christina did the work on that. So if you know anything spoiled, you can check it out on HBO Max or if you have a copy or find it online, I'm sure you can rent it. Okay. But if you know anything spoiled, here's your warning. So this whole movie. Yeah. Production was done in 21 days. Wow. It's crazy. Well, there's not that much to do in it. You know what I mean? Like, right. Because it's kind of like all in the same place. They spent a million in a, a million point two on it. And it yeah. looks like a $10 million movie. Yeah, it does. Uh, so Scott Howard's house, like the, the him and his dad's house, uh, was located on the same block as the 1955 George McFly's and Lorraine uh, Bain's house from Back to the Future. Huh. So it kind of connects. In part two, you mean? No, in the first movie. Oh, okay. Well, it's probably, So yeah. that house, it was first movie, because they, they filmed Teen Wolf first, and then they filmed Back to the Future, and it was on the Universal lot. Wow. So they, it was the same neighborhood. Gotcha, okay. Okay. So the wolf transition shots, they that, were- That's the same lot where the plane crashed? Yeah. Where they used for War of the Worlds? Yeah. Oh, this which is we huge... still need to get on 4K, by the way. Yeah, we do. So the wolf transition shots were filmed last, so like every- uh, scene with him as as both of them as the werewolves. They were all filmed last, and then Michael J. Fox and Josh Josh Gosler was the double for Michael J. Fox, and he was actually a college basketball star at the time. Uh, so he was playing. Yeah. So all those shots. So did they, he do the breakdancing stuff too? Because <laughs> they have the werewolf breakdance. I think he did. Remember, he goes up to that. He goes up to that black guy, and it's just like, okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Breakdancing was huge in the eighties. Like it was like a very popular thing. Right. Everybody wanted to fucking pop. Like, I'm a robot. Right. <laughs> but anyway, when they were in their their wolf uh, costumes, they couldn't eat any solid food while they were in makeup, and they I had to eat yeah. milkshakes and soups and stuff. Uh, Michael J. Fox disliked this film so much he re he refused to return for the sequel. Yeah, there was. I, he I, even said I heard that there was a mix of that though. Like it wasn't that it's like he hated the out he hated the makeup process of it. That was what it was. It was like, torture. He said it was absolute right. torture. He's probably got like uh, some sort of uh, claustrophobia 
you know, because it is very claustrophobic feeling when you got to wear an entire outfit like that. Uh huh. And he did say in an interview uh, about the movie that Steven Spielberg's down the street making great movies and I'm playing a werewolf, a teenage werewolf, oh. like really shitting on it. So, wow. Funny. So many people love this movie too. Like they grew up with it. So many, like people are like endearing. So he's kind of like I know he in his autobiography he called I had to put on the dog outfit, right, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because he just he hated this movie. Yeah, which is fine. I understand. It's because <laughs> Back to the Future was so big. But you know, you made two big movies. Like, be thankful. Stay so, humble. So Susan Ursity, who plays Boof, uh, she, that she was in that movie Zapped, right? Right. So the writers, uh, Jeff and Matthew, saw her in that film, and they wanted her for the role. So they specifically wanted her for the role because of that movie Zapped. Right. And That's then, another trope, by the way, in the 80s, by the way, too. The guy's always going, remember we talked about this a little bit. You said the guy's always trying to go for the hot girl. Right. And then there's always the, like, nerdy like girl that totally gets the other person right right next to him right some kind of wonderful remember that and movie that guy is ignoring her and she's still going after him because she's an idiot is it eric stoltz that was supposed to play back to the future i don't know the guy that does the needle in the chest in pulp fiction uh-huh do you know who i'm talking about uh-uh eric stoltz i think it's eric stoltz anyway he was supposed to play Back to the Future. I think that's his name. I can't think of it, guys. So don't fucking hit on me, hate on me now. But I'm just connecting everything because we're talking about Michael J. Fox. Uh, he was in a movie called Some Kind of Wonderful, and the same formula where he's trying to go after the girl, right? Mm-hmm. And then it all falls apart. And then there's the girl who's like driving her around to try to help him get the girl, who is like the Booth character in this, and she's got short hair. She was in The Legend of Billy Jean. Uh, something like that. I don't know. Anyway, I always, always thought to myself, why are you running around trying to get this stupid girl that doesn't want your attention? And then you got this like awesome chick right here, you know? Right. I always thought that, like, I was telling you that when we were watching it, I was like, why do they do that? Right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, when, uh, when Boof, uh, slapped Michael J. Fox in that one scene, I guess she originally did it too hard at first because she didn't understand a stage slap and oh. it had to be explained to her because I guess uh, Michael J. Fox like flipped out and then the director had Ooh. to like school her on a slap. Spill the I thought tea, that was honey. funny. I thought that was funny. <laughs> and then the film was delayed. Of course the film was delayed. It was supposed to open in spring of 85 but because of Back to the Future and it being a another blockbuster at Universal um, the production company um, they, they they actually wanted to capitalize off of they were going to push it back to like the next year but they wanted to capitalize off of the success of Back to the Future so that's why it opened up in August mm. which is probably a good idea and then uh, yeah and then I mentioned the thing about the shaving cream it was it was shaving cream on the floor and uh, Jerry Levine the guy who plays Styles uh, said that it made the floor feel like they were ice skating because there was just so much of it on there and then uh michael j okay so michael j fox co-starred with justine bateman on family ties ah yeah and yes, that yes. that is actually jason bateman's sister right. and he obviously he went on to uh star in uh teen wolf 2 and we also talk about how jason bateman's father produced part two right right nepotism babies yeah well i mean the, the industry was a lot smaller back then i think than it is uh, today. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's that's what I got. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, let's just talk about some funny scenes or things that we liked about it, and then we'll go to the next one. Um, 
apparently you didn't like anything at all, so well, I guess I'll just have to... I can start it, like, because there was a stupid... Everything she's saying after this, by the way, guys, is under average. Like, it's below average uh Yes, scenes. it is. Everything, including so, the music and everything. Everything, everything. Mm-hmm. A stupid part, I'll talk about a stupid part. A stupid part was uh, Mike, when Michael J. Fox went into the general store to go to work. Oh, the liquor store. Oh. The general right. store that his dad owned because he worked there, you know? Yeah, I think it's like a hardware store, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, he he went in there to, uh, you know, start working, and then he... you. <laughs> You hear you you watch him start flinching because some fucking kid is in there blowing a dog whistle. Oh yeah, and he can <laughs> fucking hear it, and he has to go like chase down the kid. He slaps him on the back of the head, and he spits it out immediately. I thought that was funny. I thought it was fu- it was See, cute, but it's like oh my god. This is the thing I was thinking while I was watching that is why isn't the dad reacting? Maybe the dad didn't. The dad is older, so maybe oh, you know, kind of like the ringtones. He that, that, can control it. Do you know what I'm talking about? How like um, they have those ringtones that only adults can't hear. They, oh yeah, and yeah. that like younger kids can, so they can like know when they're getting a notification or something like that. Yeah, I don't know if it ever really was true, but I, I just remember. It. I just remember that there was like a certain frequency that like adults can't hear and like younger people can. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe that's part of it. Mm-hmm. But um, it's broken anyway. You can have it. It's broken anyway. It doesn't even work. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dog whistle, you fucking idiot child. Listen, Scott. Scott. <laughs> there was a. I love the camaraderie between Scott and the other basketball player. So Michael J. Fox's character and the bad guy on the other team, who's mm-hmm. like really tall, he like helps him up. He knocks him over. Scott falls down, they lose the match or whatever or something. And uh, in the other team guy helps him up and he's like, you suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like very straightforward kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. in your face. Because, you know, that's another formula. A tropic thing is that the girl, the, the hot girl always dates the shittiest guy in school. Right. Right. Because, you know, he's rich. No. Or he's just so outspoken or something. That's another thing. I love the uh, the liquor store scene where he's trying to buy alcohol. Yeah, Styles tries to go in and like he's actually doing a really good job. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, the bosses got me fucking coming in here, fucking, you know, you know how it is. I get a case. I need a keg. Yeah, I need a keg. And then he goes outside and he's like, hey, Scott, you gotta go. He's like, let me try. You know, let me try. Let me, let me, let me try. I'm like, you look the youngest out of all. Of yeah, them. exactly. It looks twelve. Yeah, like his little brother almost could get away with it just as much. You know what right. I mean? Or what was the other guy? Lewis. Lewis. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, <laughs> so he goes in, but before he goes in, Styles is like, here, use this and put it in your pocket and pretend you got a gun. It's like. <laughs> I love that. Squirt gun. Yeah. Well, I just love the idea that he's going to go in there in this small town, you right. know what I mean, and pretend to fucking hold it up. Right. As if nobody would know who the fuck he is. Right. You know, that shit would spread like wildfire, you know what I mean? Your but, son, the hardware kid, you know. <laughs> but all he had to do was shine his pearly red eyes. Yeah. I want a keg of beer. <laughs> and then the guy just gets up and is like, okay, okay, there you go. <laughs> And then, and then later, see, this is like, like the writing that I like. Styles is like he thinks he's the hero of the fucking party, right? Because he's bringing in the keg. It's this big ordeal. He even lifts it out of the fucking thing, all stupid, and falls on the ground. Stupid shit like that. For me, I like right. They made work in this movie, where as the next movie we're going to talk about, it's so vastly different. 
And I don't know why, because a lot of the humor is kind of similar. It just feels like it doesn't work. I don't know how to explain it. Right. But in here, it really does. And and the camaraderie and the characters, like the director did a really good job of making these characters pop. Also, the actors were probably better, too. Mm -hmm. You know, they were way more into the roles that they were doing. Styles is beyond like uh, into the character, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Chubbs, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, even the coach. I love right. the coach. The coach is so like, yeah, we're going to lose, but uh, hey, hurrah, team, you know? And he tries to forfeit the game. Mm-hmm. Styles, let me get back to my point. Sorry. Styles goes in and he's like, ah, I brought my keg. He's like, all right, all right, man, you did. You brought the keg like you said you would. And then he walks in the kitchen and there's like seven kegs already there. Right. He's like, yeah, just put it on one of the piles over there. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that shit. I don't know why. It's like knocking him back down. Yeah, I just I love that kind of writing. That's just that's like kind of smart to me. I don't know. Right. It's like character good. Hello. Well, it was said, too, that they didn't have to hype up the extras or anything. Like, the, all the people who were working on the movie were, like, really excited to be there. Right. Like, they are really thankful to be there and stuff. And it's weird. Well, it's not just that. I think it just, it just, it's, to me, it seems like, I think a lot of movies really kind of miss out on the background stuff. And, like, they don't really express how important it is to be a background character and stuff like that. Where in these movies, like, you know... I don't know. You can, it's like omnipresent. Like these like characters are running into each other. I, I like often sometimes when I watch a movie, I just kind of watch in the background, you know, mm-hmm. and just to see the little tiny performances of all the other people and like what Chubbs is doing and why what he's like, mm-hmm. you know, like in the background while Scott's doing his thing. You know what I mean? Right. Just to see what it's like. And it's like, I don't know. I think everybody was just really animated in mm-hmm. this one, you know, compared to the second one, which is. It's a whole different world. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the whole transformation scene in the bathroom is, I feel like, almost like they're playing on a joke, like, of, like... They're making fun of it, like... Like, like something else that a male, like, child would experience. Like a boner, or like, you know what I mean? I know it sounds gross, but I'm not trying to be gross. I'm just saying, like, when the dad knocks on the door, he's like, Scott, what's going on in there? It's always like, oh. you know, it's always like the kids jerking off. And then, like, you know, like, that's a trope as well. Mm-hmm. Came in a little bit in the later 80s and, like, 90s. It was a big thing in the 2000s. They did that trope as well. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I The transformation scene was kind of funny. And, like, his dad coming in, like, it's no big deal. I just thought it was really funny. He's like, well, you're, you're going to have some changes and... You know, I'll tell you what, um, you're going to be a lot more stronger than the other guys. You'll be able to do a lot more things than the other guys. Oh, my gosh. And so then he goes out and plays basketball and they're losing like normal. And everybody, he drops the ball and gets on the ground and everybody's like crowded around him. And he just on the on the floor and everybody's just like, huh. No, he's awful, Harry. Guess we'll just... All right, he made a basketball hoop. All right, guys, let's go. And everybody everybody gets amped up like it's no big deal. Then they ignored it, you I know, just, I would, sports. I would love to see uh, someone... You know how they did that RoboCop fucking movie where they had all these different directors do like a segment of the movie to piece an entire movie together? Uh-huh. Like they, they were in charge of a particular scene. Okay. And they made an entire movie out of like you know 30 directors or whatever that did the different 
RoboCop scenes mm -hmm. all in one movie. Mm -hmm. and I, I just want to see that scene where he just rips the people apart and they're like getting splashed with blood. <laughs> Maybe he dunks like a head in the fucking <laughs> in the hoop or whatever. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, he kind of looks like a mascot, you know, in, in the movie. Yeah, he does. And maybe that's why they're like, just like, whatever, I guess. Right. Chippy the Chipmunk is making basketball. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh there were beavers that's right oh <laughs> chippy the chipmunk <laughs> um, oh you mentioned the like the transformation scene when he's in the bathroom did you i did think it was cute with the dad and then the dad just pops up as the wolf i thought that was cute say that again the, when when the dad was knocking on the door right when michael j fox didn't know he was a wolf oh yeah and then all of a sudden he changes into the wolf and the dad's like, yeah, we got to talk or something. And it's yeah. like, okay. I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> I like how the uh, girl in the movie, the hot girl, she like only wants to see him because he's the wolf, right? And then like she kind of realizes he's actually kind of cool by the end and everything like that. And he just kind of walks past her and kisses Boof, right? Figures. Um, one of the things that I loved in the movie was like that he slept with her. Yeah, no, yeah, like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> well, they had that scene where she like just goes topless, and then he's like, "Hi," and the door shuts. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then and then he takes her home. They go on this like montage like date, mm -hmm. and uh, he like. And then she still goes to the the dance. Yeah, thing with she's, the other guy. he's like, so do you want to, you know, go to the dance together? And she's like, no, Scott, I got a boyfriend. <laughs> it's like, oh, was this like the the earliest inklings? Oh, slut! No, that's not. I was gonna say polyamory, but go ahead, help yourself, Christine. Well, she was just dating him. Well, no, she said it was her, her boyfriend. I don't know, slut. <laughs> Was it okay to call her slut? I guess. You're just going to slut shit. I mean, she here? was slut, slutting around. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. If that's your thing. But that's what she is. He had his fur all is, wet. Like... He had a wet patch of fur. <laughs> sorry. Connor, you're going to talk about his, his red rocket Well, that's shit. what it made me think about, like, what are, you know... How far does this go? I mean, there's Navi porn out there, so, I mean, maybe there's Teen Wolf porn out there, too. You know what I mean? Like... I don't care. <laughs> Teen Wolf and the Red Rockets of Justice. Anyway, um, <laughs> there's a part where um, the hottest girl in the school, he's, like, taking her from her boyfriend who threatens at him at the bowling alley, which Scott, like, growls and throws the bowling ball off camera. And in the background, I never noticed this before, but in the background, you can hear a guy go, my French fries are all the way over in the lane. <laughs> and I don't know why. But that's, no, that's right. You start busting I, I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> it's like, because when you see a movie a million times, you start paying attention to like the side stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, you know, this is a movie I watched a lot as a kid. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like we, my dad had a pretty decent collection and this is definitely on rotation. Mm -hmm. So, but... Yeah, they, you know, they win the basketball game, not as a werewolf and just as himself and as a team. And so be it. Mm -hmm. They win the match by because the guy fouled him the last time, which I thought he wouldn't even be able to be in the game. Right. And uh, he stands in front of him scowling at him and he makes the shot. 
And I think that's where they get that joke in like the teen movies where the basketball keeps hitting the rim like a million times. Mm -hmm. I think it was in a comedy where the basketball, I don't know which one it is, but if you guys know, let me know. I think it was in the 90s when the basketball hits the rim and it like keeps bouncing and hitting oh, yeah, yeah. over and over and over on the rim until it goes in. Because I remember that taking forever because they do it all in slow motion. Mm-hmm. And then they play the your hero or whatever of tomorrow. I can believe I can fly. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not that. <laughs> anyway, we do have another movie. It was the sequel to this one. Unfortunately. Yeah, I think you caught on. A lot of people caught on to that. And I did the work on this one. Teen Wolf 2, T-O-O, because it's clever. It's clever. Todd Howard is a struggling college student, and nothing seems to be going very well for him until he turns into a wolf. What happened to Scott? He's his cousin. What? It runs in the family, Christina. Tagline, a hair-raising comedy. And that's pushing it, really. I think that's where I should have drawn the line. <laughs> you, brought, you want to see it's a red rocket racing <laughs> That is not what I was thinking at all. Now, you, now you're thinking of Michael J, Michael J. Fox's dick. Uh, no, I'm not. That's I'm, fucked up. You're gross. <laughs> anyway, this is director Christopher Leitch. Leitch? L-E-I-T-C-H. Leitch. Got his start doing a couple of feature films like The Hitter and Border Cop. But only did Border Cop. Yeah, what is that? Probably, probably as bad as we think it is. Oh God! It's from the seven from the seventies. But, but he only did one other feature after this movie called Courage Mountain. And although he did do a TV movie, his last movie, which is called Secrets in the Wall, his his career has been nothing but TV. Right, it's I, where the money's at, dude. I I can't blame people, you know. Well, yeah, I mean that's you know, unfortunately, that's you know, work and work. Yeah, it's you work. Know? Yeah. It's busy work. I, I'd get fucking paid to do that shit, too. Hell yeah. Um, but uh, he was in a T. He did do a TV movie. Last one he did, which was in 2010, called Secrets on the Walls. That was the last thing he directed. But he was also known as being a writer, too. So he actually wrote Universal Soldier. Oh. Yeah. And uh, about seven episodes of The Hitchhiker. Oh, okay. Which was a pretty popular that was TV a popular series. Show. Yeah. yeah, back in I think it was the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. The screenplay for this one is written by Tim Kring, which um, any Heroes fans probably know who the hell he is, mm-hmm. because even though he wrote this terrible movie, <laughs> he did get better. <laughs> <laughs> he did uh, movies like TV stuff like Strange World. He did the entire Heroes. He was the creator series creator. Of heroes, yeah that that poor show got you know stiff. Oh yeah, in the middle of all the, the... writing strikes mm-hmm. and stuff. He also did Crossing Jordan and Heroes Reborn, which is when they came back. So and then they died again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, some of the stars obviously is Jason Bateman who plays Todd Howard. No, not the Bethesda developer from Skyrim and fucking Fallout. <laughs> By the way. He was in Arrested Development, Ozark, Horrible Bosses, The Change-Up, which I really want to rewatch for some reason. Mm-hmm. Him and Ryan from Canada switch places. Oh, Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Ryan Reynolds has the, like, bachelor life, and he doesn't. Oh. And there's some really funny, weird shit that happens in that. I saw a clip of it, and I always thought it was funny. He was also in Juno. Right. And for us old folks, he played Derek Taylor on the popular show called Silver Spoons. And Hogan's Family. Right. Which 
if you think about it, who does that also sound like? Got their start in like TV and became popular. Michael J. Fox. <laughs> so it kind of seems a little bit inevitable that maybe they would pick someone like Michael J. Fox's upbringing to be in this to role. To replace, yeah. Right. Um, we also have star Kim Darby, who plays Professor Books, Professor Brooks. She was the battered mom in Halloween 666, <laughs> The Curse of Michael Myers. Uh, she lived in the Myers house, if you remember in that right. movie. Uh, she was also in Better Off Dead, True Grit, and The Evil Within was one of the last movies that she did. Which mm-hmm. was with that kid who passed away who directed it. Right. Do you remember? Yeah. It's a pretty good film, actually. Yeah. We also have John Aston who plays Dean Dunn, who was Gomez and the Adams Family in the 60s it TV nice. show. It was nice to see him. Yep. Which we just saw him in Gremlins 2 right. <laughs> as the janitor. Right. But he also actually did the new Adams Family TV series as Grandpa Adams as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, the professor in Return of the Killer Tomatoes and Killer Tomatoes Eat France, which is what I remember him from when I was a kid. And his son is um what R- Ruby? What's a guy from? No clue. Uh, Lord of the Rings, who also played Rudy. That's his son. Is it? Yeah, I saw it on TikTok. I couldn't believe it. I looked it up. Oh, I didn't know I that. Forgot Sean Astin. Sean Astin. Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't realize that they mm-hmm. look nothing alike. Right. <laughs> Uh, he was also in Erie, Indiana, Freaky Friday, which was in 1976, that one, the original, original, mm-hmm. and so much more. We got Paul Sand, who plays the coach in this one. He also did an episode of Erie, Indiana, and was in St. Elsewhere, pretty popular there. He did Give Me a Break as Marty, Chuck and Buck, Holy Moses, and more. We got James Hampton returning as Uncle Harold. Mark Holton, who is chubby again, returns. S.D. Chandler, who plays Nikki, the love interest in this movie for Bateman's character. She didn't act long, and she actually did a little VFX work, actually, in uh, Pleasantville and Team America, believe it or not. Hmm. But she did uh, act in Avenging Angel and Terminal Bliss. We also have Stuart Franklin, who is Styles, the new Styles, who's not the the best styles but you know he'd been in some some movies that were kind of like those irreverent comedies so mm-hmm. i think they thought oh well we'll just place put another irreverent guy no one will know yeah um he was richie in prehysteria that uh the 90s show called they came from outer space as the character abe he was in dr alien Freddy's Nightmares he did an episode of. He was in Ski Schools, one of the like head three guys in the movie. And also Godzilla 1998. Oh. We have Beth Miller who plays Lisa, the blonde hot girl in this movie. The blonde popular girl, I should say. She actually was in Bullworth, not as an actress, but as an on-set medic. It was really Ooh. weird. <laughs> she never did anything again except she played Jungle Boy's mom in AEW's Dynamite. Well, it sounds like she went and got her medical license or probably yeah RN or something yeah 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 she did like I said she did do a mom part in AEW Dynamite for you wrestling fans out there and then we have last but not least Kathleen Freeman who oh and oh by the way Rachel Sharp actually dated Luke Perry they were married for quite a while mm-hmm. Kathleen Freeman was the admissions lady in this movie she had been acting since. 1948 she's been around forever i always remember her as the nun with the ruler in the blues brothers mm-hmm. and she was in inner space naked gun 33 and a third the ladies man and nutty professor she was a big part of in the jerry lewis movies mm-hmm. uh we also had the willies she was in gremlins 2 
the Chattanooga casserole. Mm-hmm. She was the cook, oh, the Julia okay. Childs wannabe, and Hocus oh, right. Pocus and more. Hmm. Uh, the budget for this was $3 million, so 1.8 more. Yeah, than the other. Than the other. Well, they probably spent money on advertising and stuff, too. So they probably spent $3 million on this for advertising, and they only made $7.9 million. <laughs> Yikes. Ouch. So they, they doubled, but probably just paid for the advertising. Mm-hmm. Christina, what are your thoughts on this fine film well, that you watched, prideful. that I forced you to watch well, at gunpoint? I thought... This I was going into this expecting to be a, a so bad it's good film because you know changing the actors' characters around or replacing the actors I mean both we don't get one or the other we got both in this movie they replace styles and then they they switched up the actual Teen Wolf thing but you know making the him you know the dad the uncle and did. I hate it. It's fucking confusing. Right. And you would think they, since they purposely did it, that, you know, they would kind of be campy about it or like poke fun at it or something. Sure. They didn't. They didn't do any of that. So, it, it, yeah, it was annoying. They also, they also replaced basketball with boxing, which yeah. I thought was wrestling, but it's boxing. It was, it was it, more and if you think it about boxing. it, If you think about it, too, we were just talking about that tropey formula that they just put a werewolf in. Yeah. So it's already that, and then they yeah. did it three times for the third, for the second one. And there isn't even, like, much of a storyline in this because half of the fucking movie yeah. is montages. Like, the montage, they're like, montage walking, montage... I'm doing stuff and we got a box and they were trying I'm to studying a montage stu- it was ugh. they were trying to mimic the style that they did in the first movie which they thought was like oh this just it's like it's almost like a, like a child watched it and they're like oh they have these long parts with music mm-hmm. so we'll just do that it was which I think most of the budget was on the money was, they spent because they have like yeah. a bunch of Oingo Boingo songs, Duran Duran, yeah, Send Me an, an Angel. Yeah, a bunch Fuck. of popular songs. Yeah. That, yeah, you're right. That's probably where all the money went. I will admit, though, he's a much better looking werewolf in this. You think? Yeah, I do. I think Jason Bateman, except when you, they get really close to the face, you can see the li- lines of the latex and shit. But yeah. from afar, I think it was he's a better looking uh, okay, You know what it is? I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a kid wear like an adult mask yeah that's what michael j fox looked like that's totally what he looked like you know where it's like too <laughs> big like, yeah <laughs> it like didn't fit I think that, quite I, right. I, think, I, I mean i'm not saying i i prefer michael j fox's because this one looks a little goofy bateman just i don't know he just, i thought he looked bad i thought he uh, he his face was more uh, expressioned I just like his performance better. I think Michael did better. Oh, Michael, his yeah, no, that makes sense too. But yeah, oh, I was disappointed. So again, huh? Go ahead. Again, four out of ten. So you think this movie is on the same playing field as the other one? I do. It's not lower. No, it's it's on the same. It's the same. All right, you done lost your fucking mind. You lost your fucking mind. Jesus Christ! Christina. What are you going to say about it? Well. I got a lot to say about it, but I got, you know, I don't, I didn't cop out like that. Let me tell you. It was, fuck, he was a cop out. I was being honest here. I would think you would have given it at least a one or a two, not a four. I liked his makeup. I liked the music. Wow. I liked his makeup. So you saw no different in tone. Like one was not as enjoyable as the other. No, no, they both were, were both miserable. Well, you're just a miserable person, I think. Pure garbage. (laughs) 
anyway, so Teen Wolf 2 as well. T-O-O. Too many retreaded scenes. Too many puns. Too many good songs for this bad movie. <laughs> too many bad scenes for this bad idea. <laughs> too bad they ruined a good thing because it's just too much cringe and it's just too damn much. So, and I did say too, too, too many times. And you will to continue to. <laughs> yeah, to do this. But no, yeah, they just essentially wanted to make the first one again and this one and only replace it with boxing. So it's a formula of a formula of a formula. And that is how you get inbred children, people. So and this is an inbred child, unfortunately. So don't inbreed. <laughs> Uh, not in the studio either. <laughs> don't, don't sleep with your sister. I like. I'm so glad that Jason Bateman came around because clearly Michael J. Fox had it from the start and then lost it later, obviously because he, you know, con medical conditions. But Jason Bateman did not have it here. As some people say he does a good job here. I felt it was just it needed quicker choppy editing, more style to it. Like this just felt terrible. Like there was just something off about this movie and it's very off-putting mm -hmm. i don't know like i just it's more of like staring at something like a car wreck like you don't want to turn away you want to make sure everyone's okay no everyone's dead but yeah so you're just in shock you're in horror you've they basically kicked the puppy that it once was and turned it into a violent criminal that tears into children's faces and arms I don't know what or I'm saying. Or you wish it would. <laughs> it's a bad movie. I mean, I've seen worse. There are worse movies than this, by the way. Um, but, you know, it, like if this is your worst movie you've ever seen, then you have not been down the rabbit hole, my friend, because I could point out so many that are just hard to watch. This is hard to watch, but like it's it's more hard to watch because the first one to me was so much like so much more than this. That it, I don't know, you know, it may be formulaic in its own right, the first one, but this one, holy shit, Jesus Christ, why? Right. This is like a total cash grab. Totally. They were like, oh my God, $80 million, buddy, we can do whatever we want. I could shit on a fucking reel and throw it at the audience and they'll still pay $3 million. So let's just do it. We'll put, we'll lower the advertising budget. We'll throw in some of the old actors because we could probably get them in for the same pay, but we're not going to get Michael J. Fox, unfortunately. So we're just going to replace him with his cousin, you know, because fuck it. <laughs> it's all going to work out because I want money. And he's going to go to college instead of high school. Right. And it, it makes sense because he, he was a senior and he, he wouldn't be on the basketball team or, you know, it doesn't make any sense. And we're going to have him on an athletic scholarship even so he can play a sport instead of, you know, making him a smart, nerdy guy. Right. So they do this thing where, like, coach on the college football or boxing football. team, excuse me, <laughs> is uh, looking for new players to, like, oh. get into the program so that they can like use that as a way to get a good boxer on the team to make the school look good and they give them a scholarship the boxing coach was the basketball coach in the first movie no it wasn't oh was it i don't think so oh. it's a different actor oh they sorry saw, never mind they saw a picture on the wall that was of the same town macon is where he came from and he saw a picture of Teen Wolf up on the wall, and he was like, oh, I get it. That's why you wanted me to come and be a boxer, even though I only play clarinet and I love science. So he got in on a scholarship from boxing, and it, that's the story, essentially. But anyway, I was pay since I was watching the movie, I'll tell you more about what I think. 
swear to God he was the coach because he knew he, that that was his cousin. No, they're just trying to get similar acting pro- like components. Oh, well. Like the dumb. tropes, the like, you know. Okay. They're, they're literally trying to mirror this, the original movie. So, yeah, he's going to seem like it. He's not him. Okay. He had way bigger hair. I don't think it was the same guy. You did the fucking notes on the goddamn first movie. No, that was Jay Tarsus. He plays Coach Finstock. And I would have known because he would have it would have said that he played in Team Wolf as well. Okay. But yeah, it's a different coach. Just they're just doing the same fucking stereotypes, archetypes, or whatever you want to call them. You know that the first movie did because it, it's unoriginal. <laughs> right. Um. And, and probably the guy who wrote the screenplay, he probably had no choice but to write it this way because the producers are probably pushing it that way. Because I've heard that this movie had a different story and everything, and it was way more original than the other one. And they changed it because they were worried about the combination of things that they did to make this beautiful first movie apparently that made mm-hmm. him 80 million dollars when really it was just a good direction a good story and michael j fox was in it right you know it was just a fun comedy a, like a fun thing mm-hmm. but yeah this one just takes all the fun out it's really hard watching jason bateman at times you get like that vibe when they do the oingo boingo song mm-hmm. what do you want to be what do you want to be uh i like that song but not i don't know this, not in this movie yeah the music is pretty decent in this movie but it just it doesn't do it doesn't, it's obligatory it just feels obligatory except for the duran duran song and probably the only moment in the movie that actually felt like authentic right which was like him like falling in love with the girl again you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and figuring out that she's the one Mm-hmm. Um, but I better yeah, not fuck this up. They just kind of rush through it. They try to like put it in a rocky plot, you know, like, and then yeah, it's it's a terrible movie, and it's compared to like Jaws 3D and like all these like terrible films that like you know, well they they're not the worst films in the world, but for mainstream movies, these would be considered the worst films mm-hmm. ever made. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Some people think it still has the charm. I really feel like it didn't. I would probably give this like a 3.5, maybe a three, mm-hmm. you know, out of 10. Okay. Because I just, it's not one that it's like a so bad it's good film, but it's not. <laughs> it's not edited well. It's not. There's like, I don't know. They made they made the fucking Teen Wolf sing in the goddamn movie. Like, why? Right. It's too much. And not even a good song. Dude, Chubbs was trying to carry the film because not only did the new styles not able to be able to do it, he's completely feckless, not even cool, and totally like scared the whole movie. He doesn't like have a personality. Like, styles in the first movie was like, so overwhelming and so funny and like so on it and this guy is just like i don't even know it's like just a guy named styles you know what i mean mm-hmm. no offense to the guy but that's probably how he was directed mm-hmm. you know or how he was written as well so i don't know i'm glad the guy went on to write heroes but this is terrible like right. i didn't i didn't like it right um but yeah maybe you guys will i i don't think it's honestly i probably won't watch this one again when i watch teen wolf again Good thing you maybe, got both of them. Maybe I will, but I just don't think I will. Yeah. I mean, right. I don't love Teen Wolf. It's just a nostalgic movie. And, you know, a lot of times those are movies that I'll just always like because of my childhood. Right. You know what I mean? So I like having them around. Right. You know, like old friends, you know, where you keep them in the closet. You feed them every <laughs> once in a blue moon. In a, once in a full moon. Yeah. That's where all your friend, my friends go. 
to die. <laughs> anyway, I, we do have some trivia on this. It's not a whole lot. Some of it Christina stole in her fucking trivia, which I, I didn't stole. think she was going to do, but she did it. Oh, yeah, I know. She did it. Not dumb, dude. Um, No, <laughs> but if you don't want anything spoiled and you want to check out this amazing movie, figure it out. <laughs> uh... But yeah, here's your warning. Jason, this is they're saying that this is Jason Bateman's film debut. It's his first film. feature film yeah, debut. Yeah, feature film. He did TV, a lot of TV before this. And he didn't even didn't he do some TV movies too before yeah, this? Yeah, he did. It wasn't don't, a they don't those don't count. They weren't. It wasn't a film debut. It wasn't though. in the movie theater. Yeah, he was on digital, so yeah, it didn't make digital. sense. Digital TV, which Binary wasn't called digital by then. Heroes, ones and zeros. <laughs> All right, sorry. Justine Bateman, which you mentioned, is the sister played by Michael J. Fox's sister in the Family Ties show. So obviously, there's you know a lot of family that Some kind connections. of connections. Well, their Bateman family was pretty big in the Hollywood scene, so. right? Um, but Bateman really didn't want to do this film at all, and you know, because but they just had so many similar. Right. You know, things about them that it was just like, whatever, I'll, I guess I'll do it, you know? Right. But you can kind of feel it because it feels like everyone's dialing it in except for the professor. Yeah. She's the only one that feels yeah. Gomez even is terrible and he's usually actually pretty good. But he's Gomez. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, hold on. Aston, John Aston. Sorry. <laughs> he's just, he, I've, I mean, Killer Tomatoes too. He's better than that than this movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's better than in a lot of shit than this. He's terrible. Um, this is considered to be one of the worst movies, though, by a lot of people. And and specifically in 1987, which they had quite a few. Uh, the picture was released during an early mid 1980s cycle of werewolf movies. So this included Wolfen from 1981, Howling from 1981, Teen Wolf from 85, Howling 2, Your Sister is a Werewolf from 85 as well, uh, Full Moon High from 81, Teen Wolf 2 actually came out in 87, and The Company of Wolves, 84, Howling 3, 87, and American Werewolf in London, which was 81. So 80s has a big, big, big wolf problem. Uh, <laughs> and, so, and like half of these are good. <laughs> Not even, you know right. what I mean? But according to Stuart Frank, uh, Fratkin, the original cut contained a lot more jokes that were actually funny. It did have a lot more originality than the script that they ended up with. And that also probably got changed at the last minute. Goddamn producers. So, yeah, of course, because they started like having people go, is this? It's probably because when they couldn't get Michael J. Fox, they were like, yeah, uh, a lot of investors backed out. Right. So. But they still got $3 million to make it. He probably pitched them like, hey, well, we'll just keep some of the elements the same. You know, it's, it's not just Michael J. Fox. You know, it's just. Right. Whatever the fuck they were saying. But one of the reasons Michael J. Fox's refusals, because, you know, you had mentioned that he didn't want to, he couldn't eat when he was in the suit. He didn't like it. It was miserable for him. It was just an arduous process of getting in and out of that makeup. And the, surprisingly, in this movie, they actually don't get into the makeup very much, if you notice. Yeah, they really didn't. It the, was just a few scenes. Yeah, it's like they probably did a, a three-day shoot right, of just makeup. all the werewolf parts. Yeah. And then they said, fuck it. And probably because people were complaining. Mm -hmm. But I mean, $3 million for this movie. I feel like, like I said, I feel like the music is probably one of the bigger things that they... That cost, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did you catch the little jingle in the movie? What do you mean jingle? No. They would play this little jingle every now and then that I think that they used in the original Teen Wolf. 
like as like some of the music that was like kind of like this little flair, but they couldn't get the rights to the songs, I think. So they used this sort of sound that I, I will play for you guys now. That sound. You'll hear it a couple of times throughout the film anyway, so it's not a big deal. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know why it's in there. It's really confusing and just kind of like almost like trying to make it movie move along a, a little bit, but it just feels so obligatory. I didn't even notice. Yeah, I did. I remember when they were in the, they did that scene in the library where they're fighting over the book, which was so stupid. You remember? Yeah, that, I remember. They, when they oh, leave they, that scene, they do that so that oh, little jingle. jingle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did an angel get its wings? <laughs> no, I think an uh, uh, angel got set on fire in this movie. <laughs> Uh, Lisa Milano was actually going to be doing the third film. They were going to have a teen wolf girl. She wolf. Playing football in high school. Because, you know. A girl playing football? Yeah, what a dumb bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> they should have, like, made her a cheerleader, you know, that shit. Cause well, they were probably, well, you know, this is around the time when they were trying to do different stuff. But it got scrapped, huh? Yeah, guys, of course, because the producers that produced this... You know, she was to receive help for her from her father, Scott, and Uncle Todd, but the poor performance from this film and Air Bud, which I mentioned before, right. canceled those plans. Right. So, no more dog movies. But, you know, surprisingly, Jason Bateman looks like he doesn't look like he aged much. You know what I mean? Like, Well, I mean. He definitely has aged, but I'm just saying, like. He's probably vegan or some shit. I don't know, but he's got some good genes because, he, you know. he. No, but you take care of yourself. I don't believe in jeans anymore. Oh, okay. It's you take care of yourself. Is that why you wear briefs? Kidding. What? Uh, and anyway, <laughs> jeans, pants, never mind. I thought you meant diaper briefs. No. Anyway. <sighs> oh, jeans. Oh, I see. Genetics. <laughs> Jesus God, Christ. Alex. There's also a missing scene that I'm, I think the collector's edition might have in the deleted scenes where um, Todd goes into the bathroom and he starts changing into a werewolf. Mm-hmm. There's like pictures of it on the internet when I was like doing, putting all together, all the stuff. Uh-huh. And like, I also saw like he had ears and stuff like like wolf ears and stuff. But didn't he go into the bathroom and change? No, I don't think so. There was like a yeah, scene. He, he was at school. And he got into, and he, yeah, he started changing in the bathroom. Unless that was one of the scenes I missed, but I rewatched the movie again, so, because I missed, I fell asleep the first time. Uh-huh. I don't remember seeing it, but a lot of the, a lot of the copies don't have it unless you have the collector's edition, I think, so. Oh, okay. There was a deleted scene of him in there, and a lot of people think it's, like, somewhere after he leaves the, like, alumni ball where he dances uh, or whatever. Okay. So... But yeah, that's pretty much it for the trivia. There's not a lot. Okay. So, but we can talk about some of the scenes and stuff like that. Um, Did you think it was funny that he wanted to be a veterinarian? Because <laughs> he's a dog. I mean, it, uh, <laughs> there is a lot of that on the nose bullshit in this movie. <laughs> the fucking, the, the bad guy is always making dog jokes constantly like i mean that kind of makes sense at least because he's like picking on someone underneath him uh-huh you know the the boyfriend that is like with one of the hot girls mm-hmm. or both of the hot girls what is it with the polyamory going on in both of these movies i wonder you know if that was like intentional cuz like the main guy is dating two girls remember and then they have todd and he's like banging both of them or whatever in the in the i don't know in the room and he's like styles is like come on todd what the hell and then the one girl opens it up. And she's like, Styles, 
He's like, hello, get Emily. Lost. She's like, get lost. Slams the door on Yeah. And it's just like laughing and giggling behind the door. I love that Scott's dad returns driving to college, mentioning his family skipped this werewolf gene, which is ridiculous. Like, why do you need to even really go over that so much? Like, they really pushed it on it. it oh, really... yeah. They're like, we're trying to explain plot holes that might happen. <laughs> right. And it's like wink and a nod kind of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, very obvious, which is, you know, it's fun sometimes when you do that kind of stuff, but it just seemed redundant. It's that just... wouldn't make me want to not have children. Right. You know, oh, yeah. the genes might skip a generation. I'm not going to fucking have a werewolf baby. You would definitely you. fill up your freebie card on the abortion, <laughs> like, thing. <laughs> anyway, would, you know, but would conservatives be mad? <laughs> would they try to kill the baby, you know? Or is all lives matter? I don't know. I guess we'll have to find. <laughs> anyway, so Scott's dad returns, though, and he, like, drives him to school and everything, and it's like, where's his family? Why is his family not taking care of this? Why is he giving him money? You know, like, wouldn't his parents care? Wasn't he from, like, out of state, though? I don't know. It just seemed kind of weird, you know? No, they were just trying to fill in the gaps, that's all. I don't know. It just seemed weird while they were playing coy in the beginning anyway, so... But they they meet not Styles. He just so happens to be his dorm mate. Oh, what a coincidence! Yeah, he's like, we're gonna have a good time. I can tell right now. And he's you're like, like, that is not Styles. Yeah, I haven't had a good time yet. Yeah. Um, the entire time. There was the scene though where Scott or Scott Styles changed Todd's classes for college, and he asks. To go, he has to go to the administrator, the uh, admissions lady. To change it back. Who was that lady I was telling you about, the old lady. Yeah, and she's yeah. a real hassle. And so they do the whole liquor store scene again. Yep. With the admissions lady. So use the red eyes. I want to change my classes now. It's like, okay. okay. She was like, here's your classes. Just have them sign this and bring it back. But don't give it to me. It's like, okay. And his head's all bubbling and shit. What the fuck was that all yeah, about? It just looked like he was sweating. He's got, he's got he werewolf herpes or something. He couldn't handle it. <laughs> Pressure. Too much heat. Uh, did you know that, that Jimmy Fallon actually redid that scene with uh, Patrick Bateman? Or Patrick Bateman. Jason Jesus Bateman? Christ, I'm thinking American Psycho. Uh, Jason, yeah. Oh, he did? Off Jason Bateman, that actually. That sounds funny. Yeah, he even wore the same like coat and shit. Like, you know, the, like, jean jacket with the, like, white top. Oh, that's cool. And, like, he acted like the woman or whatever, you know? like That's funny. Yeah, I I, I'm surprised that he did that. Like, because, yeah. you know, Michael Jack or Michael Jackson. Jeez, oh I'm God, fucking everything babe. up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just adding people to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Michael J. Fox was, like, you know, he's, like, s such a stain on his career. Never wanted to mention it again. And the one guy whose actual career it did ruin... Yeah, and didn't make eighty million dollars. Was like he's you like you have to embrace it, right? You embrace what I'm that shit. Jason Bateman's fought hard to get his fucking you know accolades, right? You know he's not a typical actor. Like you know he's a little dry around the edges, you know. So, mm -hmm. but man, when you see Ozark, you're just Dude, like you're like Fuck. he just comes out like wow, he's really a dramatic actor. He's he, not. Fucking yeah, dude, I was really surprised. 
That's like, such a great. Sh- I didn't even realize that the, the what. Sorry, I'm gonna talk about Ozark because it's more interesting. The wife in Ozark was also a comedian. And she got nominated for a bunch of Emmys from the other show she was dude, in. And I'm telling you, they like, are they casted it very well. You know that they're realizing, and you, you see this in a lot of stuff. Like a lot of comedians are getting like accolades for really dramatic roles and stuff like that. Yeah, it's because they know how to tap into that fucking pain. Yeah, you know because a lot of comedians, unfortunately, they are. Have stereotype their pain yeah, yeah. The, the the humor is part of their pain. the rug that covers their pain in yeah some that's way. why we're so fucking funny right yeah yeah i don't know about that might so be questionable fucking, yeah. fucking that's why i act it's... like i'm eight years old yeah okay <laughs> you and your red rockets red okay rockets. <laughs> yeah you're pretty cool pretty cool alex anyway the change scene in this movie was not very good either it's in the middle of a dance He's like dancing with a girl and he's like looking at her boobs and the other girl doesn't have boobs and she keeps looking down at her chest and she's like, I'm flat chested. I'm leaving. And the other girl's like doesn't want to dance with Todd, but she does anyway. And then his nails are, are growing and so right. he like slashes the back of her dress. What does he call them when put... he talks to Styles? He's like, my fingers look like raisinets or whatever. What did he call them? Oh, yeah. California raisins. Does he say California he said raisins? California raisins. <laughs> My fruit look like California Is that what it was? Yeah, because I was like, that's a weird thing to say. That's why I remember I thought so, too. That's why, I don't know. I don't. I just remember being weird, thinking, like, what the fuck? Uh, there was also a really weird scene where Styles is, like, super excited about him turning into a werewolf, and he goes to school the next day, and Todd is getting picked on by someone releasing a Petri dish of fleas under him. Which it was like, I didn't even know what they were at first, but then I kind of figured it out. First uh-huh. of all, how do you get a Petri dish of fucking fleas? Those things hop everywhere. Have you ever? I've never bought fleas. I'm sure you could buy them on Amazon. Should no, I've, I've, my friend's dog had fleas. That's how I know about fleas. Oh, well, I know about fleas, yeah, but you, I didn't think you could like buy fleas and release them. I don't know. You can buy Petri dishes, apparently. Just... <laughs> anyway there's like jokes of like dog food outside of his dorm room dog book or dog pictures in his school books they have a a frog dissection of fight where they're literally it look like real frogs they're probably not but i that's uh, no it's too much they were real frogs i don't know that just weird they were me real out. frogs then they have this like it's the boxing fight time time to show the dean why they picked him which was to get to the wolf and while he's fighting he gets a shit punched out of him and he changes and beats the guy of course and then it's montage time who do you want to be who do you want to be and then they have another little scene in between where like i don't know what it was but it was like then it's party time and, and then, then he, another montage they're like styles is like welcome 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 everyone to the party we've got teen wolf and he can also sing it's like what <laughs> and what does he sing that 1950s song Hold on. i almost wanted to be like party all the time party all the time i think it's like he sings do you love me oh yeah oh do you love me do you love me wasn't that in another movie now that I... It was in a... Ferris Bueller or di- something? I thought it was in Dirty Dancing. Oh, no, that was Twist and Shout. He did Twist and Shout and Ferris Bueller, but I'm thinking oh. of, do you love me? I think it was Dirty Dancing. But it's like, I don't know, just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I'm like thinking to myself, like the producers were just sitting together and they're like, you know what this movie needs? A really bad 
dubbing of like, do you love me? Rock and roll. Yeah. And like, it's funny too, because like he's up, he's dancing on the dance floor, which they do in the first one, mind you. Okay. They do that big bad wolf song. Remember? Yeah. But they do it for like two seconds. No, this they... one's like 10 minutes. Right. It's a little long. He's singing, do you love me on the, uh, on the ground? And then they put him on a tarp and they jump him up onto the balcony, <laughs> which is so weird. And then he fucking like catches a Frisbee. No. <laughs> Well, that was, yeah, that was later. <laughs> but okay. he, he takes a, a handkerchief out of his pocket and slides down a fucking line. Oh, he ziplines the, it. Yeah, he ziplines down to the dance floor and starts dancing again. I'm like, Jesus Christ. It was very long. <laughs> this is terrible. terrible. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some, like, you know, those old Ski Patrol movie. They all have, like, that really kind of dumb humor in it. You know, it's like all stupid. And that kind of seems like something you would see in one of those movies. But this just does not land it at all. And those movies don't really land it. And it's just kind of funny because it's like ridiculous. Mm -hmm. This is just shitty because it's shitty. Mm -hmm. But he he jumps down in his little blue suit and red shoes and he starts to dance craze. And everybody's like, red rocket, red rocket, red rocket. But I, I don't know. The trampoline thing with the handkerchief and everything just blew me away. It's like, and then you see the next day, Styles is selling Teen Wolf merch, of course, on a bike. And that's when. Gotta hustle. He, like, gets on the microphone or something and he, like, throws a frisbee and fucking Bateman runs out. Catches the fucking frisbee. Catches the mouth. frisbee with his mouth. And I'm like, ooh, boy. Jesus. <laughs> that's so bad. Yeah. And then we go into the boxing montage for 10 that's minutes. Right, yeah. I, I meant, yeah, we, we did talk about that a little bit which you know and then they have like another montage where chubbs is in the car with him and they're driving down yeah, he, the road he gets handed a corvette from the dean of students right because he's like the dean so is just cool. so happy that he's, he's a good boxer money. so he's like here you can have whatever you want and i'm gonna give you good grades and you're gonna fail in school but if again, you don't he didn't say any of this because it was a whole montage there's no words in it either it's not like even partially like where you can hear like uh, ground it's just music handing over keys and then yeah. like and them driving and then them driving and, and then and then chubbs is in the car and then they pass the the two hot girls so he's like chubbs why don't you get the fuck out you piece of shit and so he gets out and then the girls get in and he drives away and chubbs is like what the fuck and again you know nothing was said it was just a montage right <laughs> i don't know I love that he gets, they go to play mini golf or something like that. And then their boyfriend shows up and starts talking shit to them and the girls leave him. And so then he's all pissed off. Like Bateman gets really fucking pissed off in this movie a couple of times. And one of them is that book scene where he like grabs a book from her and then like throws a fit and, yeah. th- and throws books like in the library for yeah, no and reason. Then she's like, here you go. I think you need this more than me. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, look. You fuck a child. I may have overreacted a little bit. It's like, you think? Yeah. But, you know, that's when the movie shifts to uh, he needs to regain his life because the wolf isn't everything, and he's trying to use it to cover up his life, his own life. and Come and out of the closet. As a scientist. <laughs> as a veterinarian. As a veterinarian. Yeah, there you go. He regains his life. He decides to make up his classes, and he gets like, you know, he takes his final and then he goes falls in love with the girl again. Yeah, trophy, trophy, trophy. And then, yeah, they go take his final and then he has to do a boxing match. And which is the whole Rocky scene where he's getting the shit kicked which out. Which is of like him. 15 fucking minutes. Right. 
But God, like, that was so boring. The guy's just beating the shit out of him, and just suddenly he gets a second wind. I don't know why. Oh, it's because he looked over, and she was like, olive juice. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because you can't hear yeah. her say it. She just wert mouths it to him. And that gave I him love the, you. That gave him the power. Yeah, because he's about to fucking wolf it out, and then she's like, I love you. And he didn't. And he and then he just gets up. And then he just he just knocked the other guy out. Yeah. And then the the, de- the dean who's been using him the whole time is happy for some reason. So it's like he, everybody wins, you know, like yay. Uh, I mean, does it sound familiar though? You know. And while the guy he was fighting, he's like, he what did he say? He said, uh, he's like make shitty puns. He's like, hey, I'm gonna make you howl. He's yeah, like, come on, dog, right. get up and fight. <laughs> dog fight. <laughs> I don't know. It was just a really shitty Rocky movie. but Yeah, yeah. with a wolf. With a wolf. Who yeah. didn't even change into a wolf. I wonder if they were thinking about having him, having Bateman sell like heroin in this movie. Because he went on to do Ozark. Yeah, he could have like dealed some cocaine. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was heroin. You know what? It wouldn't even be heroin well, anymore. It was heroin and a mess. It would, it would be fentanyl now. Oh, okay. He would be making the fet stuff because you know, that's all the rage now there's like not even the h the h isn't even around anymore right huh. crazy well that's pretty much that movie it's uh yeah not a very decent movie um like i said 3.5 3 enemy christina thinks it's better than that no i don't she I said just, a four it's both they're both the same yeah which makes zero sense to me zero how i explained it to you all right all right anyway <laughs> Anyway, guys, thank you so much for coming by this week. Next week, like I said, we're going to have Nick on due to Terrifier 2 episode. Enjoy. We're we're just going to sit to that, talk about what we like or dislike about the movie. Nick's going to argue with me uh, about that probably, and we're going to talk about some other stuff. So I hope you guys will join us next week for a brand new episode. But thanks for coming by, and as always, Long live the void.